Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We've got a real cool guest hanging out in our Zoom because we got a cool event to announce. Woo, I'm excited. <laughs> that is like the most animated intro I think I've ever heard you I felt do. Like a, I felt like a wrestling commentator for a second. Oh my God. Can you do a wrestling commentator for me? Uh, maybe maybe <laughs> the, the end, I'll do a little, I'll do a little of my Randy Macho Man. And Savage being interviewed by Mean Gene Oakland. Oh, <laughs> Let's see if I can play those off each other. Way to date yourself. All right. Hey, everyone. It's Amanda. No <laughs> it's no secret. And it is 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm saying that because we are talking to someone in a different time zone. We're talking to Eric, who has been on our podcast before. Um, all the way back, it was either end of 2020, early 2021. Do you want to know the date? Mark will be able to tell the date. Um, and Eric does a bunch of things. He's a licensed massage therapist. Um, he's an actor. He's a massage coach. He's <laughs> got uh, a group to a free group on Facebook. He's now got a paid group on Facebook. He's got all of these things going on. And on top of all that, Books. as if he didn't have enough jobs. Oh, yeah. And he's an author. As if he didn't have enough jobs. He's now organizing this really awesome seven-day summit, which I just asked him the name of, but I'm going to have him introduce it for you because I can't say all those S's at once. I need to practice a few more times. <laughs> and um, it's going to be something that's super valuable for massage therapists and body workers. And um, yeah, I'm going to let Eric tell you guys a little bit about it. Because by the way, that, that was from December December it was 20th December. Okay. is when that came out. Yeah, that makes sense. End of the year. Uh, so Eric, thanks for coming back. And because I didn't want to say all the S's because I will just stumble over my words, can you tell everyone what to expect this coming July? Sure. No problem. Uh, thanks for, first of all, having me on the show. It's always awesome. I know last time we had a blast just chatting back and forth. And this time I'm happy that we're able to add video as well. Right on. So yeah, we can my, see you. <laughs> one of my cool tapestries. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's called the seven secrets to success summer summit. Seven so, secrets to success summer yeah. summit. Seven secrets to success summer summit. Got it. I'm ready. <laughs> yep. So I like alliteration and it just seemed to flow really well. And it's in the seventh month. At 7 p.m. for my time, um, I should have started it on the 7th, which would have made it perfect. It's actually starting on the 5th. You got the best people presenting on the 7th, I think, maybe. Is, yeah. that, <laughs> is that the day we're presenting, the 7th? <laughs> yes, I swear. I gotta check. I don't remember I mean, I'm, I'm checking my calendar right now. I was like, wait no, a no, second. No, 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 no. We're the 7th. We're the 7th. We're on the Thursday. Yeah, we're the 7th. So it was oh, meant to be. Seven. It was okay, meant well, to be. Okay, well, there you go. Done, right, done, perfect. done. Yeah. So you planned that all out, all those 7s? Did you plan it <laughs> out like that? It really did? It really they just fall into place like that? That's yeah, insane. yeah. That's insane. That so. feels like too coincidental to be a coincidence. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There are no coincidences, right? There is there is a reason that this is happening this way. Well, I wanted to do it um, because it is technically the official celebration of the one-year anniversary for my free group on Facebook, the Happy Successful Massage Therapist, which if you haven't joined, go join it. There should be a link somewhere or something, or you can just look it up on Facebook. <laughs> oh, we'll add a link. Before we start talking about the celebration, the Facebook group, whatever, for anyone who didn't hear your episode in December, 
Can we get a little bit of background about you so they know who you are? Because, you know, my introduction of you was uh, pretty um, vague, just that you do so many jobs. So I want people to know who we're talking to and why we want to join Eric's Facebook group and why we would be interested in this summit. Uh, I'm Eric DeGear and I uh, am the owner of DeGear Coaching. So uh, a lot of this is based on the, the coaching work that I do and what we talked about last time was the book I was writing when I was going to Mexico, um, which I did end up writing the first draft. And I'm still working on the second draft of it. Uh, so that one is the five mountains coaching book. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be called the five mountains, but it's focused on uh, kind of the different sectors of life, which I've broken up into. Uh, so you've got physical, mental, financial, yeah. relational, and spiritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that's the basis for the massage success club which is uh, also part of the seven uh, secrets to success summit. So it's technically the summit is being hosted by the massage success club, which is my group coaching community for therapists who want to survive and thrive. And uh, who want to just be in an awesome club and rub shoulders with people who are either on their way to success or have the same goals for success or have achieved some measure of success and are wanting to give back into the community. Very cool. Are we giving away any details about the summit tonight? Like I don't know what's being released or what's. Yeah, we can, we can talk about. Uh, so we're going to be talking about with y'all um, about discounts and about designing discounts versus having to deli- you know, um, and deliberate discounts versus desperate ones. Right. So about how to discount yourself um, effectively, like kind of not strategic, go and sell your soul to Groupon or something like exactly. that. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, to figure out how to how to strategically use them. And I think that that is uh, a big deal for therapists because a lot of them um, don't they like they go to different extremes of the pendulum where they're like, oh, I don't want to give any discounts. Like I'm, this is how much I'm worth. And then they don't have anybody come in. Just right. No one's willing to come in and try their services. Um, and the opposite side of it, you know, people running away and giving everything away for free or, you know, desperately trying to be like, please, I want to massage you. <laughs> <laughs> please let me massage you. <laughs> it's true. It happens. It, you, sometimes when you're, when you're new like that and you have zero idea how to market yourself, marketing is completely foreign to you. Advertising is foreign to you. You don't even understand what a niche means or a differential advantage. You're just, you're just trying to do anything to get people through the door. I can see how that can become a disaster. Right? Yeah, so, for sure. You know, take, take the time to, to learn, to learn it is what you need to do. I think that'll be an interesting topic for us to yeah. to speak about because Absolutely. yeah, I've Looking definitely got a it. lot of things to say on that. Um the so basically this summit as Eric was telling me off mic before we started is going to run for 7 days as I think he mentioned July 5th to July 11th, 7 p.m. so it's going to be 1 hour every night and he's got different people speaking on different secrets to success. So this is this is where you want to be. It's or seven uh, seven p.m. Mountain Time. Is that where you are? Mountain Time. Yeah, yep. seven p.m. Mountain Time. It's one hour, and you're going to get to hear from a whole bunch of different people who have experience in uh, different parts of the profession. So actually, the whole summit is based off of uh, a PDF that I whipped up at when I was creating the free group, um, and I wanted to have something to give people like the kind of like uh, just a one page little blurb about um 
about the topics I feel like are the most important for uh, people beginning not only uh, um, beginning their massage therapy career, but also beginning their own business. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's seven secrets to success, not only as a therapist, but as a, as a business owner in kind of the industry, nice. especially solopreneurs, like being a solopreneur myself. I understand right. how hard that can be, um, you know, trying to fight the battle alone. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, the different, there's different ones that are covered by different people. There's ones uh, based on trust and the importance of um, kind of having this belief or belief or faith in yourself um, and how important that is to have the belief first and then see the evidence and action um, happen after that. There's ones about uh, making a map, you know, making a map to success and really understanding where you're, where you're uh, going and where you are right now. Um, I do a lot of metaphors. So a lot of my coaching is based on, you know, these ideas of mountains, like with the five mountains. So one is about, uh, focusing on your mountain. Like if you keep your focus on what you ultimately want, then a lot of the decisions, kind of the crossroads that you come to on your way there, um, the choice becomes much more apparent when mm-hmm. you have kind of this ultimate mountain to climb. I think that's really important for anybody, like you said, not just for like therapists, for anybody who's uh, going out into business is at any point where you're having difficulty or you come to a roadblock or you have to make some sort of big decision. If you just go back to big picture, where is it I'm going? What are my goals? What am I striving for? It does become a lot easier. What's going to get me to where I need to be, right? And sometimes that means making really hard decisions right now. Sometimes it means, you know, maybe passing up something that might seem like a golden opportunity because it's going to stray you off the path of where you're going, right? So um, that will be an exciting topic to hear as well. I think I'm going to be like joining every every night. Yeah, definitely. You should. You should. And actually we've gotten, so it's really cool the different people we've gotten. It's a huge range. Um, there's one who's my really good friend, Angela. She's a, a death, or well, she was a death doula. <laughs> Second time today. Oh my God. As soon as Eric said that, Amanda and I threw up our hands like, what the heck? We have been trying for a very long time to like, have a death like over doula a year. come on our podcast. Like I would go on LinkedIn. I would send out all these messages to, to all these people if they had an, and, and no bites at all. We did a podcast earlier today with a couple of people who we had a podcast with before and we and had no top, idea one of them was a death came doula up, and then she said today just to us like oh yeah i used to be a death doula i'm like are you kidding me like and then now you that's okay so tell me to keep going with the tell me tell me we cut you off yeah Good, jump yeah in. no she's been yeah she's been a body worker for 25 years death doula um you know she's worked in a lot of different uh capacities in the industry she's just she's really scrappy as like <laughs> the best word like she's the scrappiest person i know and her talk is going to be about stepping out of your comfort zone. Nice. Nice. Um, that's really interesting. Uh, we've got uh, Justin Solis. He's the chairman of the massage board here in Idaho. Um, he's going to be talking about the, uh, Philip, I think we're going to be talking about trust. He's actually on day six. Now I remember. <laughs> so he's on day six. We're going to be talking about trust and the importance of um, kind of belief in yourself. He's built uh, a really cool practice here as well. Um you know, and owns it multiple therapists here in Boise. So, uh, yeah. And then there's going to be, um, another coach on and actually, Oh, this is exciting today. Uh, one of the topics is going to be community. And instead of grabbing a speaker for it, I decided I wanted to get a panel from the success club. So you're going to hear directly from the people who are in the success club. I like I love that. some of them and told them like, Hey, you come on, like, 
because people are going to be asking questions. That's part of what I want. I want this to be an interactive summit. So having a panel of people who are in the success club talking about what it's like to be in a community focused on success, I think is really, really important and really valuable for the audience to hear from them. Absolutely. Aside from the summit, I just like what you're doing in terms of community period, like having the free group. And I know, you know, obviously I know that you um, have a group that's, I don't know if it's membership based or but that people pay to join and, you know, maybe get more, more from you. But I love the fact that, you know, you started out with this free group just to build this community, right? Because your goal ultimately is to help other therapists become successful. And we work in a pretty isolating profession. Right. So it's nice to know there's other people and be able to bounce ideas off of other people, um, you know, pick people's brains and also just not feel so alone. Right. Like this can be the type of work that you get tired of quickly if you don't have other people around you. So I I really do like what you're doing with the whole community aspect of it, because that's what Mark and I do all the time. What made you decide this is how you're going to celebrate that year anniversary for your group? Like because this is a this is a large undertaking for anyone that's this is a lot of work. <laughs> for anyone that's wondering like throwing together these kind of conferences and summits like live streamed that have multiple presenters involved and interaction with the with the with the uh the audience and stuff. Like it's it it takes a fucking a lot of fucking balls to want to do something like that and pull it off and make it good. And it's a lot of work. So what made you decide this is like how we're celebrating the 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 anniversary of the group? Uh, good, great question. It actually really came together all of a sudden. Like this is actually it was super quick. It didn't like less than a month ago. I think it's about. I was like, okay, I'll have a month. I'll have a month about to to plan it and do everything. Um, one of the things that um, you have to know about me is like when I when I want to do something, when I I'll like almost sign up for it and then figure out how to do it. So I'll be like, okay, I'm going to have this summit and, uh, and then announce it. And then I'm going to figure out how to do it. So, uh, that really was how it came together. I, I was attending a lot of different summits of, in other industries. Um, you know, whether it's the you know, beauty professional industry or, uh, the website hosting industry, they like, it seemed like summit was happening everywhere around me at the same time. And so it just was like, okay, this is natural next progression like when i have a summit to kind of celebrate i've been thinking about how to celebrate it anyway and uh then it kind of came together just asking y'all guys if you wanted to be on you know asking different people and then uh now the pressure is building up and we're moving forward with it and uh yeah, I get the feeling this isn't going to be the only one. Yeah, right on, brother. I dig it. I like that mentality. Like, decide I'm going to do it and then figure out say how. Say yes and figure it's, it out Yeah, later. say yes and figure it out later. Um, I say I like it, but I, you know, I'm also married to that guy. My business partner, my life partner is that guy. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Like, how are we going to do this? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It gets me in trouble sometimes. You seem to have a personality similar to this guy, though. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, that you have to have some sort of passion project on the go or you get bored. You seem like every like even from us talking the last time, there's already, you know, the last time we talked to you, you you didn't have a book written. Now you've got a first draft. The last time we talked to you, you didn't have a like membership based group. Now you do. The last time we talked to you, there was no summit. And, you know, in in six months, look how many things that have changed in your life and in your career. It's kind of insane. What can I say? I get I get bored sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who were we just talking to that was like, I get bored after a six-inch sub? Uh, um, <laughs> De- De- Debbie. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> She's done many careers. <laughs> I get yeah. bored after a six inch sub. No, I think this is going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I've already, you know, been doing some crazy things that I never thought I'd be doing, like reaching out to all the schools in the US and being like, hey, we're having the summit. It's free. Do your students want to attend? And uh, I think there's just something so powerful about forming um, a community or tapping into a community or building a community that wants to learn. That's like in your industry and is dedicated to learning. And uh, I know for myself as a student, like this kind of thing would have been awesome. Uh, I would want to have some type of support coming out of school. And that's that's why I'm building everything. It's like thinking back to when I was in school. And it's like, what would I have wanted um, as a student when I was poor as shit and couldn't afford anything? <laughs> um, you know, having the free group first and then getting the information and building into where you can join a community, like a paid community. Because um, my community is 99 bucks a month. And a lot of people balk. At that, and I'm like, oh, 99 bucks a month. But think about that. If you, if we got you one client, one client, and you're getting $90 a massage, like if you, if you did one hour and a half massage, you've already paid for it. Like that's the real bet. It's like, do you think that we could get you one client that would come in once a month for an hour and a half massage? And you can keep them for a year. <laughs> you know, it's that's, I wanted an affordable way that people could come in and get the information that will help them build their success. And I do one-on-one coaching still, but I'm very selective about who I work with. And, but that's the next step. If somebody can't afford one-on-one coaching, like the club is great for that. If they can't even afford the club, like the free group is great for that. So it's kind of an option for wherever they're at in their career, which I think is super valuable because that's how you take somebody up that mountain. Again, you start at the bottom, you know, where they are at and take them up to that path of success. Do you do this all on your own, Eric? Or do you have like a crew that we just don't know about? Uh, so right now I'm working with my wonderful brother, Garrett. He is actually the admin and my personal assistant. He just moved up to Boise, actually. He's in Texas. And he got out before the summer hit. <laughs> so he uh, he's my right-hand man and he's working with me. I'm also, um, you know, nobody does this thing alone. I've got several people, um, you know, the club that I've, grown is is awesome like i'm blessed to have these different members who uh help in different ways whether it's coming in and sharing their information sharing their expertise or appearing as uh expert guests on the on the club because that's one of the things you do i bring in each month um an expert for people like a live question and answer for them to interview so like this month was financial month so i brought in a small business tax consultant um for them to ask their their questions and kind of pick his brain and uh i just i think that those kind of that kind of exposure is super valuable i love connecting people so i love meeting all different people and i think that all of those relationships have helped me come to where i'm at i haven't I haven't done it all on my own yeah of course like i mean we um we host a like virtual what do we a business meetup that happens. It used to be every few we do, weeks. We, we haven't do done one in a while. Of, we do a whole bunch of we things. We do a whole bunch of stuff. Pre-COVID, we we were having um, education and networking nights. Like, come into our space. We we would get a couple of guest speakers. We'd have you know some wine, some beer, some food, and it was a, it was a, it, we do it on a Friday evening, and it was a great opportunity to network with other therapists and learn a whole bunch of stuff, right? And then COVID happened, and we decided let's let's throw together a twelve hour 
live stream education day where we lined up, I think, like 10 speakers and we just broadcasted for 12 hours straight, broadcasted it straight to Facebook. And uh, what else did we do? We did like a, we did a, we did a, the charity we just recently did a charity conference. So like all of these things, I love the community aspect of it. It's so cool. Why do you do that though? Like, why do you care so much about that? I don't know. I think energetically, like I, I, like it feeds my fire to see all these people, um, you know, jazzed up and excited about massage. And uh, we do really have an awesome career as a massage therapist. And there's a lot of opportunity. There's, you know, um, there's a lot of, I wouldn't call it danger, but there's a lot of people who burn out or, you know, physically or mentally or um, financially from it. But uh, I think for myself, like it just, it gets me excited to see other people excited and we have the same interests and we have the same passions uh i think there's something where it's it's not one plus one equals two anymore you know it's you're equaling three or some other exponentially greater number yeah i i i love that you're doing this virtually because that's you know the way that we're doing things these days i really do miss those in-person events do you think there will ever be a time where you maybe host an in-person event Something with Don't the let skill. me get ahead of myself. <laughs> He's already said. <laughs> I'm yes. already thinking yes. of <laughs> a number that I want to attend a future live song. And I'm like, hmm, if I'm going to do more of these virtual ones, like, why not a live one? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's where the actor part maybe comes in. I'd be like, hmm, a stage. Like that sounds interesting. Yeah, I can definitely see you doing the live summit for sure. Like, I really, really do miss those education and networking events. Like. For so many reasons, but again, just going back to the community. So sure, we'd get some really awesome experts to come in and we'd have each of them do a 45 minute to one hour presentation. And in between, we would all just talk and network and have fun. And the end of the night, like everybody was like so pumped up and like so excited to like use some of the stuff they've learned or even just people, everybody exchanging business cards at the end of the night and like keeping in touch with people. There was this like feeling that I was like, oh, I just feel so good. Like, we brought these people together that maybe might not have met otherwise, right? And they were free. It's not like we were making any money off of this. We were just having a, a really fun time and getting people together. And it was awesome. I think that's that's so valuable. I got a couple questions about the, the group that you have going on. What is like one of the hottest topics that keeps coming up in the group? I mean, there's going to be some boring questions like about scheduling, like which scheduling software that comes up an awful lot because <laughs> people always have their debates about which one they prefer. Um, I, I love posting interesting questions. There's a lot of interesting questions like how old's your oldest client right. or, um, you know, what's the weirdest thing that happened in the massage room or, you know, just, just things that spark conversation. Absolutely. Um, I think that those ones get a lot of engagement. I love seeing the engagement of people coming in and, and sharing like, or I'll put it one, like share a picture of your room and yes, everybody yeah. will come in and you know share pictures of the different rooms and stuff like that and it's really interesting just to see absolutely we have we share the similarity of, of body workers but um we're really also different and it's fun to celebrate those differences i think just as fascinated as i am watching someone perform body work i'm as equally as fascinated with the room in which they do it you it take so very, many very pictures of your treatment space when you're done treating because Mark's pretty unconventional in the way he treats. He gets people on the floor, on mats. Like when he's done, there's like cups all over the place. There's mats. There's towels flung all over. There's like it's, all over. it looks it's like a, a work of art. <laughs> 
but people's treatment rooms because I look at some stuff on Instagram and I'm like, holy shit, that is fucking gorgeous. Like, and that's yeah. not even a word I use. And I just, I'm actually surprised it came out of my mouth right now. But I look at this room and I'm like, I would, I would have never, I, one, I would love to get a treatment in that room. But two, I would have never thought to make a treatment room look like this. And yeah. it blows my mind. So I get off on, on as much as I like watching manual work happen, I get off on seeing the room in which it's going in. Going it's down true. In. All of these things are ways to like, you're, it's just inspiration, right? It's like, it adds a new meaning to the name massage porn or massage room porn. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Well, this is why, I've like, Pinterest. Was, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> but this is why Pinterest was so big, right? Like, people like to go on and get inspiration for anything, you know, like, um, cooking for home decor for landscaping for um fashion whatever so yeah looking when you work in this type of field where you like my treatment space is like kind of boring to be honest it's just got some like muscle charts on the wall like nothing like super exciting i haven't painted they're plain white walls and i'm like mark like sometimes i look at other people's treatment spaces and i'm like oh i should really maybe put some focus and <laughs> and redo that room and make it look nice <laughs> maybe I don't know. What do I know? I know what you mean. I love I love tapestries, so I've got a ton of them at my at my studio. Uh, we've got two separate rooms. We've got like a tree room, and on the wall you've got like this giant tree, like tons of lights and everything, super intricate. And then on the ceiling you've got a uh, it looks like you're looking up at the stars, and there's a ring of trees. And I had a light bulb behind there, an LED bulb uh, originally for the previous. For this, actually, it's one of these ones. It, so when the light bulb changes, it this is printed in layers, so it shows up different colors. But having so the light bulb cool. back there change it to a light blue, and it looks like the moon behind the stars. And anyway, it's this is why I'd rather go see a hippie dude than 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 a pain science guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I want a room. I want to get, you get the ambiance that looks like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're that pain science guy. Do your room like the hippie guy. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Create some fucking appeal in your room, motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, I have such a pain science treatment space. That's it, Eric. You have inspired me. I am I am redoing the treatment room this summer. It's happening. I need to, like how do I compete with that? You you get treated like in a tree, in a tree house in his place. We had somebody on um a couple weeks ago. She opened a massage bar. It's like it's like, it's massage like a whole lounge. it's a whole yeah, it's a massage lounge. It's a whole experience. Like you can actually go there with a group of friends and all get treatment together in the same room. You don't have to undrape. Like you can get either just foot massages, head massages. You can get full body wine and you can have wine or coffee or she's even, I think she's even got some food going on there. Like obviously during COVID, some of the, the services are, are not happening, but you can go with friends and have a whole experience. And she, um, created the rooms based on her favorite vacation destinations. So there's a room that's called Tulum and you go in and you like feel like you're in Tulum getting a treatment, hanging out with your friends. Or there's another one that was for Bali. Like it's just yeah. the concept. I was like, this is so fucking brilliant. I want to be there. That's that's actually, that's genius. It's like Disneyland for fucking massage is basically what that was, which is really awesome. a good idea. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. What you were saying before, I wanted to tap back into that, the um, the live events. I think, you know, and having like a, you know, beautiful space like that to do you know, the Disney vacation of massages. Um, I mean, that's one thing that kind of COVID put a halt to, but I, I'm loving seeing it coming back, like seeing that 
people are are more into those things than ever and they realize the value of them they realize the value of like you said it's kind of like the in between uh of the of the um convention or conference or summit or work you know whatever you want to call it workshop it's all the people that you meet you know the little interactions that happen uh the relationships the connections um and that's what makes me want to do more live events and want to do like a, a live summit eventually. Um, in fact, last night I was kind of testing out some, some different concepts, but, um, I tested out some, uh, bringing some recent graduates in from recent, uh, from the local school and teaching them some stuff. And that's something I think I'm going to implement as well into the massage success club. I know I've built it kind of as an online thing, but I want to have like a local chapter where I continue to teach locally just because it's enjoyable and nice. uh, it's going to be free for any of the members of the success club to come in and, and learn hands-on techniques. I probably asked you this exact question the last time we talked, but since it was six months ago, like you love what you do. You love massage therapy, right? Mm. It's more that I love telling people what to do and <laughs> massage is just my avenue for that. <laughs> do you see yourself moving in any other directions or are, do you think that this is going to be like a long-term thing for you working in some capacity with massage therapists and body workers and, and doing coaching? Um, I love the coaching part of it. I see some aspects of the coaching that could be expanded. Um, but I really, uh, for most of my thirties, cause I just turned 30. That was the celebration in Mexico is the 30 days for 30. Um, I have a thing for numbers. I see that. <laughs> for the next uh, 10 years, I actually want to spend most of my time outside the U.S. So um, continuing kind of in this vein of, of online coaching and working with um, working yeah, in the wellness industry, uh, whatever that looks like, like, however that expands, I'm really keeping it open. Um, but I wouldn't mind uh, expanding it to and working with larger enterprises or something like that, or even doing some speaking engagements. It's probably going to end up happening. I'll be like, all right, I'm going to do it. And then just sign up for it. Just so sign up for it. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing a story of somebody doing that with like, I want to say like a triathlon, like something ridiculous. Like I'm just going to sign up for a triathlon and then figure out how I'm going to get there. Like had never trained, had never done anything like that. And I remember hearing the story and suddenly getting like anxious for them. Like what? But I can see how some people just work better that way, right? Like just decide you're going to do it and you could make yourself accountable like like the way you did. You just decided I'm going to do this and you started setting it up and then you're like, yeah, I'll figure out how to do it. No problem. I have a question for you though. Can you give us ideas? Because I've never really looked for a coach and I know a lot of people that are coaches and I know a lot of people that have coaches. And I feel, and I feel like I see a lot of coaches, you know, advertising and marketing themselves, and blah 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 blah. And there's definitely people that are hardcore. They're real. They're this is this is their career, and or this is their career that they've they're starting, and this is what they want to do. In other words, it's not just a job that they do and try to make some money at it, and they're gone two years from now, right? Is there a way that you can tell the real deal coach from the? I'm just doing this because it seems to be really trendy and I'm going to try to do what I can in it. And if it works, great. And if it doesn't, who cares? Because it wasn't my thing anyway. Can you tell the difference between the two? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think um, a lot of ways what I see coaches at is as guides, somebody who's walked along the path before and is just coming back to help someone else walk along the same path. 
And if you look at it from that aspect, um, I would say the real coaches are the ones who've been down there, been down the path, um, have experienced, you know, what it's like to, to have the failure, um, to have the mistakes, to have the successes. And really they're just teaching from their experience. Um, and they have different formats and different ways that they do that, uh, which I think are incredibly valuable, different tools, let's say in their backpack that are helpful at different parts of the trail. Um, but you wouldn't really want to trust somebody who's never really been down that path um, in some form or fashion. Like I might be able to help a, a yoga instructor um, grow their studio or something like that, because there's some principles that, that you know, exchange across that. Um, but I probably wouldn't be able to tell somebody how to run a cruise ship. I don't know. That just seems a bit out of my league, at least for right now. There are definitely a lot of coaches and something I've noticed because we've had quite a few coaches on the podcast and as different as massage therapists are, that's how different the coaches are. Like some of them have said things that I'm like, yeah, definitely. I like, I totally agree with that. That makes sense to me. And some of them have said things that, you know, I'm, I'm not, combative with them, but I think, eh, no, I, I don't really feel like that resonates with me so much. So I think there's probably room for a lot of coaches because I think there's going to be people that that certain like philosophies make sense to. I was really just kind of wondering, is there a way that you can kind of tell what, if this coach is like someone who is in it for the long game? Like, for example, like there's tons of people that came out with podcasts and you can kind of hear like, okay, this is kind of whatever it is. It's kind of good or it's kind of not or whatever I think of it and who cares what I think of it. But then I'd also attach to that. This one's going to be around for a long time. And I'd also attach that. Mm, I don't see this, this whole thing going very long. Well, that's why I brought I up the idea. If you can tell that from coach. Right. And that's why I brought up the idea of there being like very different approaches to coaching. I think the ones that I feel, and again, I don't know, I'm not a coach and I've, I've actually never worked with a coach, but I think the ones that seem the most real to me are the ones who are very specific in the way that they work with people. Like what Eric was saying, they walked a specific path. They're choosy about the people they accept. They want to work with people that they feel they can help versus the ones who say things like, I know the secrets, you know, come with me if you want to make millions. Like those are the ones that I'm like, eh, like, you know, very generic type. You know what I mean? Like I'll take anybody, I'll work with anybody. And they sort of act like there's, you know, a one, a one size fits all solution for every single therapist most, that's going to help them. Do you think most people think that that's a thing though, that that really works? Because people buy into it or else, or else, or else you wouldn't see this tactic being used. The tactics used, but do these people survive? Or are they the no, ones no, no, that but don't I'm just, survive? I'm just, I'm just asking because like, you know how we we see a tactic like that and we're like, that's a stupid tactic. This is all bullshit. Like, how come other people don't see that? Because someone's buying it or else this wouldn't happen. It's the same people. And I guess we'll talk about this when we speak at the Success Summit. Dun, dun, dun. But it's the same people that maybe don't have the direction, don't have the self-awareness, don't know where they need to be going and they don't know where group, they need brother. to be looking. They right. They should be going to join a community and learning from a bunch of different people versus throwing all their eggs in one basket with a coach who says, I know the one and only way to make you successful. 
it's the coaches like Eric or like, you know, somebody like Rebecca, who you have to actually like have a discovery call with and see like, are we a good fit? Just like the way when people contact you, Mark, and yes, they want to yes, do one on one training, you tell them like, no, 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 we don't just don't just give me your money. That's not how this works. You do a Zoom call with them and decide like, can I help you? Do you even need my help? Or are you better off with somebody else? I think that's how you can really tell if somebody's genuinely in this and wants to help you or if they just, you know, want to make a thousand bucks off of you and call it a day. I think one day I'm going to just contact a whole bunch of coaches and see what kind of responses I get just from asking questions. I'm going to test this out. Market research. Yeah, you should. Yeah, they usually coaches offer, I know I do it myself, I offer 30 minute consultation and that's valuable in multiple aspects. But if you just went around sampling all these coaches, um, you'd probably be able to tell like after a few calls, who's kind of legit, who's not. Um, real coaches will ask a lot of questions about your situation. And that's the real thing. I think the real difference between the coaches that you're talking about is one is focused on themselves and their method and what they're doing and how they can help you, and how they can make you a millionaire. The other one's focused on you. And it's like, what what is your situation? Where are you at? Like, I love getting a clear picture where the person's at uh, along their journey. And what exact issues they're facing um, because then I know if we're just going to waste our time together because uh, I know if I can help them with it or not or what exactly they're looking for. Yeah, And when it comes to coaching, it has to be about the client, right? Because you can teach somebody every little nugget of wisdom you have. You can lay all of the golden gems. You can sprinkle all the sunshine all over them. But if they don't want to hear it, if it's not it's not resonating with them. They're going to go back, do all the same shit they did before, and then say, Eric sucked. He was a terrible coach. He didn't teach me anything. <laughs> when did coaching become a thing? Like, I, I have no idea. I feel like I just turned around one day and suddenly I was surrounded by coaches. Like, I really want, I'm trying to figure out when did coaching become a thing? So I was talking actually to one of my clients. She's in her late 60s and she said that she was um, a coach back in the day, a business coach. So she went and actually got officially licensed. This was back, um, I think it was in the the 90s. Uh, I know that coaching was even a thing like back in the 80s. They did like back in you know, the telephone. Day in the 90s. Yeah, but when did it become like this massively popular thing that people just decide I'm going to become a coach? Like I'm going to just quit my job and become a coach or I'm going to start this coaching gig on the side. Like when did that become a, when did that become a thing? I think social media has a big part to play in that. So you think it's always been a thing? No, I'm just now seeing it because of social media or I, you think it's the other way around? I I think it could be a little bit of both. Like I think that, you know, as Eric said, he had a client who was a coach. I had to giggle a little bit about back in the day in the 90s. I'm like, wasn't the 90s like four years ago? No? Okay. <laughs> but At least for me. If, right? Um, but, the, you know, coaches have always been around, maybe not in the abundance they are, but when you are online and everybody's online and you see somebody doing something, it's just the same as you being back in massage school, watching your instructors and saying, I can do that and I can do it better. And look, now you own an education company, right? You're online, you see these coaches and you're like, I already know that. I do that. Yeah, I can do that. If this guy's making money helping therapists, I can 100% do that because I'm already doing everything he's doing and you probably think you're doing it better. Gotcha. And bam, you decide you're a coach. And for every coach that you see, there's probably 10 or 20 more just lurking out there. like Lurking. Not, not being uh not having a stage i guess to present on they're really just kind of nibbling at the edges yeah yeah 
that's, that's gotta be tough. That's something I, I don't think I can do full time ever. It takes too much, too much effort for me. I think we did talk about this last time. It, it definitely takes a lot of energy. I noticed yeah. the one-on-ones, that's why I keep them limited now. Um, for some reason, I find that the group sessions just really amp me up. And that's why I would love to be on a live session. I imagine combining like acting, being in front of a, a theater stage audience with kind of like a, I don't know, maybe it's how comedians feel interacting with the audience and, and getting that feedback. Um, but I'm a, not to get even more hippie, but I'm a, a fire sign. So I definitely feed, find that it feeds my fire. Mark's a fire sign. People. And I'm an air sign. I give you guys life. See that pain science guy? <laughs> I want to go see a fire <laughs> sign. <laughs> When's your birthday, Eric? December. But, I was just asking. Yeah. I was just asking. <laughs> just, just trying to learn. <laughs> There's lots of exciting things going on. I think that I think that this summit is going to be just one of them this summer. Um, and I'm excited for it. I think that's going to be fun talking with you all on there and you know shooting the shit back and forth. Pulling random people on from the audience, yeah, uh, seeing what they what they want to ask us and us cracking jokes at them. Let me so. ask. Let me ask you a question. What's the What's the dumbest idea you've ever had? <laughs> I, seriously, I want to know because you seem like a guy who has a lot of ideas on things and wants to try a lot of things, and some of them must have just been fucking dumb. <laughs> a dumb idea that worked. Uh, we can go with like first the dumbest idea ever, whether it worked or didn't work, and then let's hear the dumb idea that definitely worked. Because I have a feeling the dumbest uh, idea ever didn't work. <laughs> Just a thought. Mm-hmm. The dumbest idea that that didn't work. Um, or even just might have been just an idea and like, you don't even bother taking further beyond a thought. You're like, that's just stupid. Uh, I've had some, I've had some crazy ideas. Um, recently I've gotten into some, uh, interesting barters. So I've, I'm addicted to bartering. So, uh, you know, I have the idea of like, okay, I'm going to barter for someone cleaning my apartment or I'm going to barter for, for someone doing the work laundry. I mean, standard stuff. But then I found somebody who had a bunch of jeans that they were, uh, offering for barter. And I was like, okay, let's, let's see. And so there are these like brand name jeans that I would never buy. And they're like, okay, I'll give you like, you know, we we settled up at the end and I think I got a great deal and they got a great deal because I'm actually, since I've last talked with you, uh, I don't think we mentioned this before, but I've hired some people. Oh, no. Talk about that. No, not yet. So I have two therapists working for me and uh, an extern from local school. So my business has grown by three more people since we last talked. And did they all get jeans? No, no, they didn't get jeans. I paid them to do the massages. <laughs> I love that. Bartering for jeans. Bartering, bartering, bartering. You barter a lot too, actually. Me? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, not a lot, but for things that I see a ton of value in. So you mentioned the cleaning. Um, I have a client who doesn't have insurance and she used to do like cleaning on the side to make extra money. And she once like joked with me, it was years ago and it was just, it was really came out as a joke. And she said, Oh, I wish that I could come for more treatments, but I don't have any money. She's like, I could clean your house like a couple times a month for, you know, a couple of extra treatments. I'm like, Oh yeah. Can you come next Wednesday? And like, 
we've just been doing that. So I have gotten my time back where I don't have to clean the house. She does that. And what? I do a couple of extra treatments. Perfect. I don't mind. I think it's fantastic. It is fantastic. Yeah. I actually would love to do a program on bartering because I think it's actually like a secret um, advantage when you start off as a therapist because you have a lot of time, right? And you have the skill that you learned from school. And that's all bartering is, is changing your time and skill. Uh, for someone else's time or skill. And you're gaining a new client by the time the barter ends. And especially if you trade for something substantial, like I've traded for, uh, this is going to be really nerdy, but the Middle Earth map and the Narnia map and the Westeros, the Game of Thrones map, like hand done. So she it was an artist and she hand did uh, with like little details that I wanted, like changing the color of Westeros, you know, going from blue to red to green or something like that. And I'll have that art forever. And for me, I don't even remember how many massages I traded, but it was worth it because it's utterly fantastic. I get it. it, it that That is nerdy too, by the that way. That is like super nerdy, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I get it. I get it. Hey man, like I, I used to date this girl and she, when she was in college, one of her friends was from New Brunswick, which is East Coast Canada. Nicest people. Everyone in East Coast. You think Canadians are nice, period? Like, East Coasters are just fucking ridiculously nice. Do you know what I mean? So, we were going to go visit this girl in East Coast Canada. We didn't know. She lives right on a lake, beautiful house, blah, blah, blah. We didn't know that, like, she doesn't have electricity. Like, we didn't know any of this stuff. And uh, me, this girl, and a couple of my friends, we and there's like a dude that lives on her land in his in his trailer, his RV, and he lives there for free. But he gives them live chickens like every, every week. Sure. And so, I, I, but I don't know where he gets the live chickens from. Like no one knows where he gets these. Chickens. <laughs> this is like the weirdest <laughs> story the weirdest... that I've ever heard. Because <laughs> all of the talk about bartering made me think of the ultimate barter that I've ever seen in my life. Was you can live on my land in your RV, but you give me live chickens twice a week. I've bartered for chickens, by the way. Hey, that's yeah. great. I love that. I this doesn't a, seem legal. I have a client. It is legal. Are you? Sure. I have a client. I don't think you can just buy who, chickens no, from people. No, it's legal. There is a farm up north, and my client um, has the people that own this farm raise chickens for her. And she gets um, a couple times a year. She drives up to the farm, and she gets these chickens, and she gets eggs and all of this stuff from the farm. So she one time asked me if I'd like to try one of the chickens because she's like, "You won't believe! Like it's such a different experience than like." going and getting like a chicken from a grocery store. And I was like, come on, how different can it really be? But anyway, I said I would try the chicken. My kids actually noticed how much better it was. So yeah, a couple times a year, I barter for some chickens and some eggs. And I just don't tell Mark because he finds it very strange when we're, when we're eating chickens from some farm up north. It doesn't seem legal. <laughs> it is legal. I don't think you can just buy chickens <laughs> off of people. I don't think you can just sell chickens right, like now that. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. It's totally legal. Are you sure? Yes. I'm going to look this up. It's legal. I believe you. It's legal. I promise. I don't know who you are, but I believe you. <laughs> so yeah. I've bartered for chickens. <laughs> yeah, barter. I, I totally get what you're saying, though, especially with the the pieces of art that you have now. I understand that 100. percent Yep, absolutely, absolutely. 
So before we finish up anything, just to reiterate for anyone listening, can you give out the information about the free group? And we want to once again repeat the, the info. Yeah, all the groups, the free group, and you know, just any any information for people who want to possibly work with you. And of course, the details again about this free summit. I don't know if we've said free as loud as we should have. It is free, seven days free. <laughs> and an, another benefit is it's uh, going to be recorded. So we'll have the recordings available for 24 hours after the summit. So let's say you miss this awesome conversation that we three are going to be having on 7-7. Um, they'll be able to access that, you know, the next day uh, and a half. Awesome. Sounds good. So, uh, so yeah, if you are interested in attending the summit, it's the seven secrets uh, for success summer summit. You can find the event in the happy successful massage therapist. So the best way for you to join this is going to be going to the happy successful massage therapist. Just look that up on Facebook. You'll find the group and uh, you'll find the link to it's going to be pinned at the top for the rest of the month until the summit. I'm going to have it pinned at the top of the event. So you go there, there's a link in there to register. If you want to register directly, you can just go to massagesuccess.club and um, you'll be able to find the link to the summit to register there as well. I know. So awesome. And then if people want to find me for coaching, you can always hit me up. Um, you can go to degear.biz. It's my last name, .biz, uh, and apply for you know a free 30-minute consultation. Uh, I usually go over just because I like talking with people. Yeah, if people want to join the Massage Success Club, you can go to the same address just massage success.club and you'll find uh, all the information there to apply if that sounds like something that you'd be interested in awesome. other than that it's gonna be fun we're starting on the fifth so add that to your calendar i'm excited we're right. gonna have to get this episode out real quick so that people know about it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's what we'll do all right anything else you want to ask eric i think we covered everything no, and i got to find out the 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 dumbest the dumbest of the dumbest ideas I love it well then wait wait then wait then you have to tell us what was your dumbest idea ever oh man I don't know I must have had dumb I know I know I've had dumb ideas they've never gone anywhere but some ideas have been pretty dumb all right I'll all right. let you think about this next episode we record I'm going to come back to you and okay, ask what for, your dumbest I, ideas. I know it what like one of my dumbest ideas was like like for 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 a while I was like you know what I want to write a sitcom and I sat down and I literally wrote like four episodes to a sitcom, like in proper script it was funny. and everything else. Like I just for the hell of it. And then I decided, I wonder if I can actually pitch this to somebody. And then I started to look at things like the C CBC, which is a Canadian broadcast company because Canadian stations have to have X amounts. It might be 30 or 40% Canadian content, right? So they are always having, uh, having ideas thrown at them and they actually have a part of the website it says, if you have any ideas that you're looking to develop, like this is where you'd want to send it to. And for two seconds I thought, yeah, sure. I'll do that. And then I didn't because I realized that's the dumbest <laughs> idea I've ever had. Yeah. It was actually pretty funny. With I remember us, one night he <laughs> um he invited a couple of our friends over, another couple, and he put I made them do a table read. Yeah, we did a whole table read. <laughs> we me. were all a character. <laughs> and I mean, I'm I'm no actor, but I actually I enjoy like 
talking and performing a little bit. I think that's why I like teaching. And I, I got really into it. I mean, the character that Mark wrote was like an overly exaggerated version of me anyway. So I got to be like me, like on steroids. It was it was really fun. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That sounds a lot of fun. You might have to pull out some lines from that for the for the summit oh, so you can hear them. <laughs> I don't even know if that exists anymore. That's interesting. Well, well Eric, thank you for joining us in uh, the evening. And we will, uh, I guess we'll be all hanging out again in a few weeks. Yeah. Actually, it's like a week and a, a half. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just got nervous for all of us. <laughs> By the time this episode comes out, it's probably going to be a couple days, but maybe a week. I don't know how long y'all turn around. Time. I can probably get this out pretty quick. Yeah. Mark doesn't sleep. It'll be done tomorrow. Okay. okay. <laughs> Right on, brother. This was good. You guys have been listening to two massage therapists and a microphone. Peace.